This is Ron Pierce, and I welcome you to our missions podcast, focusing on the spiritual hotspots of the world. Just a few days ago, I was in Israel, and I had the privilege of interviewing Danny and Luann Sayeg, who pastor in Haifa and who are exceptionally good friends and partners of Empower. On this occasion, I asked them to explain to me the correlation in the thinking of Messianic believers living in Israel today between Easter and Passover. I knew the theological significance of both Bible events, but I was curious to learn the impact on new believers coming to realize that Passover was pointing in many ways to the coming of the Messiah and His death on the cross. So now, I would like to introduce you to Danny and Luann as they answer this question. Hello, everyone. It's Ron Pierce, and I'm in Israel on uh, March the 11th of 2023, and I'm with our good friends uh, at Mount Carmel Assembly, Danny and Luann Zayag. And therefore, today, I want to ask them a question, and this is a question I get asked quite a bit at, uh, back at home and traveling. It is, how, Danny and Luann, do Messianic believers over here in Israel put together Passover, which we are just coming up on right now, with Easter. And therefore, I'm saying, how do they do it? Because in the North American Western Church, we basically um, talk about Easter, and then they throw in the Easter bunny, then they throw in the Easter eggs, then they throw in the Easter chocolate, then they throw in all of that. But I didn't read anything about bunnies, chocolate, or eggs in Passover. Uh, therefore, how do you put these two things together into one package? Danny, take us somewhere on this discussion, okay? Yes. Hi, hi everyone. Uh, just uh, to say, I can share from my personal journey uh, into Passover and Easter. Um, before I came to faith in Yeshua and Jesus, so for me, Passover, it's, it's, it's a big holiday. In, in Israel, they really put a lot of emphasis on this holiday, not just as a family, but also as, as a time where you, you're supposed to clean your, your house from unleavened bread. And for seven days, you're going to eat matzah and uh, you're going to synagogue. And, and it's, it's a time when remember the story of the exodus of the children of Israel from Egypt into the promised land. And so, so this is like what I grew into. And, and when I heard about Easter, so for me, it was a, some kind of a Christian uh, holiday that there is no any relationship to, to Passover. And, but when I came to faith in Yeshua, when Yeshua saved me, suddenly uh, I saw the full picture of the meaning of Passover. You see, when you read in Leviticus about the, the Feast of the Lord, uh, when you have understanding by the Spirit of God, you can see that each one of the feasts point to Messiah and going to be fulfilled in Messiah. So when we read, uh, for example, Passover, when we read uh, the Feast of Weeks, when we uh, read uh, uh, the Feast of Pentecost, this is a, it's a holidays that have been fulfilled in Messiah. So, so when, as a new believer coming to know Yeshua, uh, I was introduced to Passover, suddenly I saw it in, in the fulfillment of God's words in the Old Testament showing in the New Testament. So for example, I, I never really understood the meaning of the blood on the doorpost. Yes. It was something that God just saved Israel from, 
from the angel of death in Egypt. So that, that's all the end for me. But suddenly, in the faith in Yeshua, I understood the meaning of the blood, that Yeshua is our Passover lamb, that he died for us, for us on the cross, and that through his blood we are protected from judgment. And that's brought in a new... <laughs> totally understanding. So so even, you know, you can see in the Christian world, when, when they celebrate Easter, and like you said, bunny and eggs and all of this, it's not something that for us as a Jew, we can connect because there is no connection to the Old Testament of Passover. But when you have that connection, both sides, you get the full picture. And suddenly you have understanding of the meaning of the cross and the resurrection. And not many people know that when you say Passover in, in the Old Testament, it's actually there is three holidays in that celebration. So there is Passover, we call it Pesach, and then the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and then the waving of the first fruit. All three of them in the season of Passover. So what it's mean that Passover, that, you know, the word is that God skipped us and you know the blood that Yeshua is the sacrifice, the feast of unleavened bread. It's the time when you check in your house if there is unleavened, and you're supposed to clean. And the camp, you know, in the, in the Old Testament, supposed to be cleaned from unleavened bread. But in the New Testament, it's me talking about the sin. So it's a time for us to reflect on our life and to and to see if there is sin, and then we can repent and change our ways. And then the Feast of the uh, waving of the first fruit is exactly connected uh, to the resurrection of Yeshua from the dead. When you read in the Old Testament, you're supposed to celebrate it on the first Sunday. So it's com perfectly coming together that Yeshua died on the cross. He's, he took our sin and he rose from the dead. So so when we celebrate this here in Israel, we 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 bringing the full meaning of, of the holiday. Um, when, when you were talking there, Danny, it was almost like I could picture a Jewish person growing up with half the story. And then all of a sudden, God's revelation comes into their lives of what the other half of the story is. There must be a feeling when people become messianic believers in Yeshua that all of a sudden there must, there must be a wow factor in them saying, wow, this is where that story was going. This is what it was pointing to. Is there that sort of elation when the, on your first Easter, shall we say, when it all comes together? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a revelation for me. Uh, and and, and it's, it's, you know, for us uh, as Jewish people, you know, we, we're very strong of keeping the Jewish holidays. It's, it's really very important it's a part of our identity. But when you're having that revelation of Yeshua in your life, suddenly it's like your eyes are open to see the, the full picture, the full meaning. And, 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 you know, I mean, even, you know, we're talking about Passover now, but even Feast of Pentecost, you know, so, so when you see it in the church, when they celebrate Feast of Pentecost, it's, they're talking about the Holy Spirit coming on, on the believers. But when you read it in the Old Testament, it's actually talking about the giving of the law on Mount Sinai. And, and, and that was also when the, the congregation, the New Testament congregation, New Covenant congregation was born. Yes. So, so you see the, the, the connection of the two. So each holiday, each biblical holiday, 
points to Yeshua and been fulfilled in Yeshua. And this is big revelation when you come to know Yeshua. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Luann, um, talk to me about the people of the country as a whole. Um, there are some here that are very religious, Jewish faith. Some are very secular, might I say. How, do the, how does the secular part of this country react to um, Passover? Oh, Passover would be one thing that is so universal for secular Jews as well as religious Jews. Of course, the religious Jew is going to read the whole Agadah, which could take how long, honey? Hours. Really? Okay. Um, but but it, what is important here for both the religious and the secular is that the family is sitting together and, um, and the family is reading the story. Um, like from a, a lot of secular Jews will read the story very quickly and then get to the food because the yeah. food is very important. Right. right. But, um, it's, it's for all of Israel. This is a very, very important holiday. So would you think it's the number one holiday on the calendar? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, they did a survey, you know, how many Jewish people keeping the Passover well, when I'm saying it's keeping, it's like cleaning their home yeah. from unleavened bread. It's over 60%. Really? So, so there is, a, even among secular, they take it very seriously. Wow. Isn't it amazing how for thousands of years, this has been preserved, passed along. It's almost like God's hand has been on it to say, this is the way walking in it. And he's been protecting this. Do, you, do the young believers in Yeshua, do they come in with a good understanding of the uh, Passover from the Old Testament? Or do you have to sort of bring them up to speed on the total package? How do you handle it? Yeah, I, I mean, for new believers, we, we, we need to bring them out, out of speed to, to have that revelation. And we do it when we celebrate Passover. That's the best way to do okay. it. When you sit around the table and, and you, you have all the... The, the 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 parts of the food uh, for, that uh, have meanings and and you tell the story from the beginning from Exodus until the resurrection so that's the best time to do it and if there's someone that didn't celebrate Passover meal they need to do it wow I wish I could bottle you two and bring you to Canada the United States and just take you around for those few days around Passover and have you walk us through. The significance, because I don't think we in the gentilized and gentiled um, Western church fully understand the depth of this. I've read about it. I've studied it. I've been at them. But to live it uh, like you do every year in this climate. Wow, that's something. Okay, just in closing now, um, where do you think Israel is at today? This is going to shift gears here a bit. And we're talking about people coming to understand Passover in a new light through the cross. Where is Israel right now? Because that is the other part of the question that everybody asks me. Are we growing here? Is the body growing in the country? Uh, I will say definitely that the body is growing. Uh, th this is something that you can see it through since 1948 until today. There is growth. It's slow growth, but it's always consistent. And this is something amazing. It's not, there's no moment where it stopped. So, so we see the growth of congregation, new believers in the land. And, and we believe, I mean, we have that expectation in our heart that we are about to experience something, uh, you know, call it revival. Uh, 
but we, we see what's happening now in the land. I mean, there is such a division right in the middle of Israel among the people politically and what's happening. And, and I feel that this is a time where, where God even using this situation to show our people in Israel that they cannot put their trust on people, on men. I mean, this is something that I think will cause people to start look up to God. Yeah. And and when there is that uh, uh, hunger in the in the hearts of people to see God, God is going to reveal Himself. And so well, we are we getting we are getting ready for this. Yes, I I've been reading um, several articles lately from various people over here, and they're talking about increased interest among the people who have been disinterested for years. Do you sense that in the air right now? That's true too. And I'd say we've even experienced that ourselves that people that have not been interested suddenly are interested and want to hear. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right, right before I, I came here, I was talking to uh, an Israeli believer that for 10 years he, he didn't have a relationship with his brother because his brother was against the faith. They didn't want even to talk to him. And he just told me now that his brother called him after 10 years and he had an amazing conversation and he's going to come and celebrate Passover with him this year. Yeah. Wow. So, so we see that openness that's happening around the people in Israel. Well, all of us around the world are praying that the Spirit of God does not pass over this country. Amen. And that the, uh, the Lord comes and we see what has been prophesied, a tremendous turning in this land. And Empower Ministries, we are right behind you all the way. And we will be there uh, until the glorious end comes and Jesus return. So God bless you folks. Thank you for sharing with us today about Passover and Easter. And we will be back again. Bye-bye. Thank, Thank you. You've been listening to Danny and Luann Sayag of Haifa, Israel, who lead Mount Carmel Assembly, talking about the Passover, Easter, and the state of the body of Christ in Israel today. For more interviews like this, visit ronpierce.org.